Kim. And I'm Joni Poricha, and welcome to the 39th episode of Even the Little Things podcast. Yes, today we'll be talking about all things finals, our personal advice and guide for studying and conquering final season. So that sounds fun. Stick around. Before we start, we just want to remind everyone that we're not professionals in any field and that this podcast is just to talk about the big and even the little things teens go through. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Even the Little Things podcast. Um, We are so excited for you guys to join us back again for another episode. Um, And this week, we'll be talking all about finals, you know, our guide for finals, conquering finals, you know, advice for finals, because I know that finals is are coming up for a lot of us, um, especially if you live in the United States, you know, we all, I mean, I think this is like primarily United States thing, like, you know, finals. Um, I know that's coming up for so many different, so many of us like across the States, I guess that's so awkward, but um, I know it's coming up for a lot of us. um, And we thought it would be such a good idea just to talk about it and, you know, give our guide for how we study for it, you know, give some study tips, advice for finals, answer some questions about finals. um, And yeah, just hopefully make you feel a lot better about your finals and give you some tips to study better. Um, And if you have taken your finals already, maybe you could just listen to this and um, reminisce or, you know, relate or something like that. So we are so excited to be talking about that. But before we get into that, we're just going to do a little bit of ramble. Um, So Duwani, is there anything you want to ramble about today? Yeah, anyways, um, we were just talking about it just now. It It was a cut part because it's a bunch of like, Duane and I saying ums and I don't know but we were talking about like oh what should we ramble about today and I was like I had something earlier I just I just can't remember it and I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this but just like knowing you know something or like knowing you like remember something but you just can't remember in the moment and it's like the most frustrating feeling you know Duane have you ever experienced that where you like know you remember something you just can't think about it in the moment like brains dead brain cells empty yeah, it's like at the tip of your tongue, but you just like can't remember. But I saw about something and you turn 17 in like two weeks. So how do you feel? How do I feel? Um, I still feel 14, guys, you know. <laughs> I know people people are like, oh, you know, in the DMs they're like, oh, you guys are so mature and I love your guys' advice your guys' advice. And and I'm just like, that's great, but I also don't feel that old. <laughs> I don't feel that old. I still feel like I'm 14. Um and you know, I haven't grown like height-wise since I was like <laughs> 13. Um, I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird. I mean, um, and and I've been just so busy that I haven't even been thinking about it, you know, like usually like before, like when I didn't have this much work, um, I'd be thinking about a lot more being like, oh, what should I do? Should I plan something? But this year I've just so swamped this season, like with May has just been super busy with school and everything. So I haven't even had time to think about it. It's, it's kind of weird. Um, you know, one more year until we're like, legal I mean can vote and all this fun stuff but Duane you've been like 17 for about like six months now what's that been like it feels crazy like my mom will still sometimes remind me like I can't believe you're 17 and I'm just like me neither because I turned 18 in like six months like this year and it's just so crazy how much time has passed because you know like when you're in elementary school and like 
earlier in like middle school you feel like the end of high school is like so far but like mm-hmm. we're almost there like we're almost to the end and that's just it's just kind of scary to me because I can't see myself being like a legal adult I was talking to my friend the other day and I was like I I can like taste the finish line like I can see the finish line for high school and um and beyond you know like because we're we're juniors we're ending our junior years we're going to be rising seniors I cannot believe we're going to be seniors in high school that's alone I know we keep talking about it like every single podcast episode how we're like juniors and we're going to be seniors but you guys like I don't think you understand like I'm just like so excited not like excited to be a senior but just like it just feels so surreal because yesterday we were literally freshmen no seriously and so thinking about it I was just like I can just see the finish line like I can just see us graduating I can see us going to prom like I can see us doing the senior sunrise and taking our senior photos and like doing homecoming for the last time I can just see like everything and like not to fast track life like of course like I'm still gonna enjoy every part of the summer and finishing up junior year but I can just I can just see the finish line I can just I can just taste it you know I know we're so close to the end and like a part of me is like really happy but part of me is like so sad because like I, I I still just I still can't believe like or to the end like time just goes by so fast and like, I don't we're... feel oh keep going no you can go <laughs> Oh, no, sorry for interrupting you, but I said I just don't feel old enough to be doing all this stuff. Like, I literally don't. I know I am old enough, but I just don't feel old enough to be doing these, like, important decisions and, like, going to college in a year and, like, not living with my parents anymore. Like, I'm I'm excited for all this stuff, you know, that's happening. But at the same time, I feel so juvenile. Like, I just feel, like, 14 and, you know, everyone's like being like oh you're like an adult now and I'm like I don't know you know like it's just crazy <laughs> I know and like you have to pay bills by yourself you have to do everything by yourself and everyone's gonna go everywhere and like you're no longer gonna be with like all your friends like all the time and it's just everything's changing and like a part of me is excited but then like obviously it's like so sad because you know I feel like we're all going to be in, like, different parts of this country. So, like, no one's going to see each other every day like we usually do. I mean, before this pandemic, obviously. But I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Yeah. And I think it's, like, I think it's, like, a human nature thing, too. Because for the longest time, I had such a huge problem with accepting change. Like, I was literally talking about this with my friend. And she wrote this amazing, like, high school graduation speech. Shout out to Amara from Just a Podcast about change and everything. And I was talking to her about that. And I was, like, I literally have such a hard time accepting change. Like, I have a hard time accepting things and letting things go and... I know that change is like in front of me and you know I don't want to be scared of it like I want to embrace it so I am like trying my best to be like excited for the future and not scared because it's not supposed to be scary I mean I mean it is scary in a sense but at the same time like I'm I want to be ready to like embrace it and allow myself to go through like all this change because it's so normal and 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 we're so like we're we're prepared for it I mean we're preparing like all the time for it so I don't know that's just how I feel right now same I don't really like change either and I feel like especially like our school because usually I feel like high schools have like 
two or three middle schools that feed into it but our high school only has like one middle school so it's been like the exact same people since um middle school and so it's like even like more sad because like you've seen the same faces around for like seven years and now suddenly you're not going to see them anymore and that kind of scares me too like even though I don't talk to half of these people you know it's just the comfort of like knowing that oh these are the same people that's been here for the seven years and then in a year like in a year that's that's gone and I don't know yeah I mean it's so comforting to just like I don't know what it what about it is but it's just so comforting to walk the halls and see you know the girl running down with her backpack and that guy you've seen since like second grade and that teacher you've known for like four years it's so comforting to see that and it just and and the fact that that will be like kind of gone it does kind of make me sad and I there's like this TikTok trend where they use that Hannah Montana song it's like yesterday's gone we gotta keep moving on yeah that one oh my god like I literally almost cried when I saw that because I was like that is literally it's so true like like in a year we'll just be moving on and all this stuff and you know we uh here's a promise in like a year we promised to make a video of, I'm sorry, an episode all about, you know, our future plans and college and how we feel when we get into our colleges, probably next year around this time. So, you know, in 365 days, be on the lookout for it because we will definitely be recording that. We are so excited to talk about that with you guys and a bunch of other stuff about college too. Like when we're done with applications, we'll do an episode about that. We'll do an episode about, you know, um, I don't know, ACT and SAT, whatever you guys want to hear, we will do definitely do an episode because I feel like we're kind of like your guys' like older sisters or like new friends, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, but it's just a part of me also doesn't want to make that episode because then I feel like it's just everything's ending and I just don't like that feeling. Yes, like, I mean, fine. not this podcast, but like, you know, just our um youth like our childhood it's ending soon and that scares me because yeah uh. yeah because making that episode would mean like accepting that you know be like this is final it's happening you know like um but I think that's kind of what makes it kind of like beautiful not to be like fake profound (laughs) or anything but like you know I think I think um I think by then we'll we'll be definitely sad I mean yeah it's it's a lot of life change and I mean yeah um, but speaking of things to get you to that life change, um, finals is definitely one of them. So that's the topic of today's episode, finals. Um, so if you don't know what a final is, um, you might not know. I mean, even if you do live in the United States, you might not know. You might be a little bit younger. Finals are basically tests you take at the end of your class um, that are kind of, I don't know how to describe it, just like um, maybe it's like what you learn that entire semester, like accumulation, like one big test. Or maybe it's something you learn the entire year because I know it's different for every single classes. But basically, it's a really big exam you take for each of your classes. I mean, depending on whether your class wants to have it or not. And usually it's a traditional like um, exam, like actual test. Sometimes it could be like a Socratic seminar or a presentation or a project or an essay. But usually it's a test and it's usually accumulation of everything you've learned throughout the year or maybe just that semester, depending on who your teacher or professor is. And they do it in high school. Sometimes you'll do it in middle school. And they also do it in college. But 
we're primarily going to be talking about the high school ones because we are in high school. So if you don't know what a final is, that's kind of what it is. Uh, I don't know if I really described that right. Duani, do you think I kind of got that all wrapped up? Yeah. Yeah, so um, that's kind of what a final is, um, if you didn't know. And, you know, if you if you have not heard of it before, like maybe you're in middle school and you've never heard of it, do not be alarmed. You'll be okay. Um, it's not the end of the world. And we're, we're going to get to talking about that. But um, and if you're in high school, like you're a freshman and you're about to take your first finals, again, do not be alarmed. We are going to give you our best advice, our guides to finals. Um, and I think that there's so many things that go into finals season. You know, there's the emotions aspect of it. I mean, I cannot tell you how many pictures of myself I have crying throughout my finals. And again, don't feel stressed out. I It's going to be okay. Um, you know, the stress of finals, you know, the importance, time management, prioritization, um, you know, the actual finals how to study for it we will be unpacking that all and I think we should first start with talking about you know the emotional aspect of finals you know how how you might feel and why that's okay yeah usually around like finals time I get like really stressed out and I start panicking because in like a lot of my classes finals are worth like a huge percent so if you have like a good grade and you like fail your final it could like tank your whole grade so it's just like a it just brings like so much stress and like anxiety during those times what about you yeah I agree um it's definitely stressful. I know it can feel like a make or break moment, um, especially with your grades. And it also, I I think it also makes you feel kind of emotional because I know that for a lot of people, we like to tie our self-worth to our grades. And I'm just going to say it right now. You are not your grades. You are not your grades. I know people like to say that like a million times over and you're probably really sick of hearing that. But just as a reminder, you are not your grades. And even if you do get a really bad grade in a class, I'm not saying that's like really good or anything. I'm not like being like, yay, you got like a D or whatever. But it does not equal your worth. Like you are so much more than just like a letter grade that you got in a class. You are so much more than whatever. Um, and there's so much improvement that you can do. And there's so much change that you can do. And you are not worth your test scores you are you, your own person and you're so valuable and important and capable even if you did not do good on your finals or you did not do good in a class so I just want to remind everyone that first because I know it can feel like a lot of our self-worth comes from grades and for me for the longest time that was true like I used to be like well if I don't get an A then I'm not like worthy like or I'm not important or I'm not good enough or I'm not smart and you know your intelligence has literally nothing to do with your grades um because I don't know like I don't know if you know this but grades are really just like a reflection of like the assignments you turned in and like what grade you get on a test and that has nothing to do with how smart you are you know it just it has to do with like are you going to turn in the assignments and even if you do it's up to the teacher to grade that or it's up to your work ethic or it's up to a certain test or you know so it's not a about you um, and I just want to remind you that because it can feel like the end of the world sometimes yeah definitely um, you know I think like growing up especially in, like Asian household there's like so much emphasis on grades and stuff like that which adds on like extra stress and then when like I get back my final and I realize that oh maybe I didn't do so well it just kind of like ruins my mood and it just you know 
because like my whole life I've been putting like like I've been equating grades to like self-worth and like oh if I was better then I would have gotten good grades and all that kind of stuff but you just have to realize that grades are such a small thing and that grades don't define you like a lot of people are bad test takers and I wouldn't say like I'm the best test taker and so you just have to remember that grades do not determine who you are there's like so much more to you than a letter exactly and Dwani and I are not trying to say yay go fail all your classes like no we're not trying to say that we're just trying to say that it is okay if you do not do good sometimes it's okay please give yourself self-compassion I mean the I mean I think the biggest thing is just to treat yourself with kindness because a lot of times people are like oh treat other people with kindness but I think it all goes back to are you treating yourself with kindness because you need to um you need to even when you're doing bad even when you're frustrated with yourselves even when you don't feel like the best version of yourself you need to give yourself that love because you at the end of the day like the person you are taking care of is yourself like you are the most important person in your life and I know that sounds really really selfish but it's true like you are the most important person in your life you need to prioritize yourself and it's just so important that you are showing yourself compassion during the final season and we will get into like how to you know stress relief and all that stuff but just as a reminder that you are not worth your grades and your grades are not a reflection of like who you are as a person. Um, that being said, you know, if you're in a place where you don't feel like you are doing good in school and you and you feel like you want to do better, you know, don't like push yourself to the edge to do that better to do better you have to make like little changes to do better you have to make changes within yourself and your grade and talk to your teacher and overall you can't just expect to move mountains um in just a moment because i know i've been there i've been like well i don't like my grade in this class but what have i been doing this entire time have i just been sitting here and not really paying attention and that's why i have like a b or is it really like other factors and things like that so you have to make sure that you're making little changes and little advancements to make something better overall it won't happen overnight and i think that's like the common misconception with finals which is like oh you know I can slack off in this class and then if I get like an A in this final then everything will be better and that is true I mean that can be true but um, I would say probably don't rely on that and you know if you're having trouble with school right now and you want to fix that you can fix it there is a way there's a will it's not the end of the world you know even you know if you are like looking at into like colleges right now and you're worried because you're like well my gpa is not good or my grades are not good you can always fix that and just a reminder though like if you are fixing that or you're working to fix that do not equate yourself to do not equate your grades to your worth because I think the most important factor of your life is yourself and your mental health and um your grades come like second after that Exactly. Um, put yourself over your finals um, and, you know, obviously study for it, but just remember that you come first and that, um, yeah, just everything that Hannah said, just remember grades do not define you. Mm -hmm. And I just want to remind you also that stress is normal during this time. It's normal to feel stressed out. I'm not saying like, let's normalize stress or whatever. I'm not saying like, yay, be stressed out. 
but it is normal to feel stressed out. Like your emotions are valid, you know, and don't let anybody tell you that you don't have the right to be stressed out or you don't have the right to feel these emotions. Like I know sometimes um, people in my life will be like, well, you should have done better in the class then. Then maybe you wouldn't be stressed out. That's not true. You know, you still want to do good regardless. It's still stressful. It's still a test. So your emotions are valid. It's okay to feel stressed out and don't let anybody tell you that, you know, your emotions aren't valid or, you know, anything like that. Um, so now that we've kind of talked about emotions with finals, which I think is just so important to address because I think in a lot of finals, like YouTube videos or podcast episodes I've listened to, people are so focused on like, how are you going to get an A? And they don't really talk about, you know, well, what are you, you know, you may be sacrificing to get that A, you know? Um, so I think it's important to talk about emotions and how to do well, because I think that a lot of people think, oh, well, if I want to do well, then I have to cut off all my sleep. I cannot eat anymore. I have to do like everything. I will do everything, move mountains to get this A. And that is not true. You can get really good grades and prioritize your mental health. It is a thing that can happen, and I think that everyone should strive for that. Not always are we going to have perfect mental health or perfect grades, but you can have an equilibrium of both. Like You can have both. It isn't one or the other, and I think it's important that we prioritize our mental health um, as well. So I think the next thing we should talk about is um, the next aspect of finals, which is like prioritization and time management, because I think that is two of the most really important things to do during final season definitely um you i think one thing that i usually do is i look at my classes when i'm trying to prioritize my time to study and just like rank them or just like in my head like oh okay so this one is the most important one and this one is not that important and like this one I don't know much about so I'm going to spend more time studying versus like this class where like I know the stuff and I don't have to spend that much time studying for it and I think the biggest thing is you cannot study the night before and like I've done that a lot of times and I still do that <laughs> yeah. I study the night before <laughs> But especially if you're like Hannah and I and you have eight classes, um, studying before studying the day before is going to be torture. So um, just like figure out when your when the dates are for your finals and make like a schedule where you take off, take out like 30 minutes or one hour or how much ever time you think you need every day to study for that one class. And it will help you improve your grade versus if you just try to cram the night before because that will not help you and you'll just be tired and it just will not benefit you to study the day before. Exactly. Um, and even if you decide to cram, because I'm not going to lie and say I have never crammed before. I mean, that would be a lie. I have crammed before. If you are going to cram, not saying you should do this, but if you are going to do that, make sure that you are prioritizing that cram too, you know? Um, you know, don't just like spend five minutes before the test. I mean, if you want to, you can. Um, but if you're going to cram the night before, make sure you're also taking the steps to plan that out too, because you know, plan cramming can also work in your favor as long as you have a plan. So I think the main thing we're trying to say with prioritization is have a plan. Um, like Duwani said, you know, if you have a B in, I don't know what class, let's say you have a B in AP biology, right? And then you have an A in AP US history or something like that. Um, 
since you have a B in AP Biology versus an A in AP US History, then maybe it makes more sense to study for your AP Biology one. Or let's say you have like a D in one class and an A or a B in the other class. Maybe it makes more sense to just let yourself, you know, maybe it's too low. Maybe nothing you do on the final will help this D. Then you should focus on trying to raise that B. Um, so it's all about what you want to prioritize. And, you know, we're not saying don't study for certain tests or something's more more important than the other things. We're just trying to say, use your time wisely because during finals week, um, you are crunched for time. I mean, I know a lot of schools like have half days. You can study the the other the rest of the day, but you'll be so tired. And it just studying for finals, you need to have a plan because without a plan, you're just going to sit there. And then during your study time, you're going to plan how you're going to plan. And then when you get that plan, you're just going to sit on your phone and be like, what do I do? You know, because I've definitely, definitely done that before. And that is the worst when you don't have a plan. So making sure that you have a plan and you're prioritizing your classes because there is a priority you know I know people don't want to hear that but there is a priority like for for me right now like maybe my priority is like physics over a push or something like that I'm not saying that's true or anything but you know like there is a priority setting and there is things you need to pay attention to and planning is so important when you're studying for finals because a lot of the time you don't have time and I know for our school too we are like a really competitive like academic school so the week before finals I know that a lot of teachers try to push out as much work as possible so the week before finals you might be really swamped with work and so using that time wisely during finals week to study um, if you don't if you haven't studied before and making that plan before can really help you save time and energy definitely um, you just have to um, you know, for everyone, it's going to be different. So you have to figure out what's important to you and what is not. And based on that, you know, create a schedule of where you can study and what you need to study. Um, and just just make sure that in that like one week, especially that week before finals, you don't like goof off or anything. Because, you know, sometimes I get like the feeling where it's like, you know what, I really don't care about my finals. It's like, oh, whatever I get is whatever I get. But then like, I'll probably end up like regretting not studying. So just make sure that like one week you take the time, just study and just know that it'll be over soon. Um, it goes by really fast. So just like, Hannah and I were talking about the biggest thing is just prioritizing and time management, figure out what works for you, figure out what you need to do, um, or else you're going to be stressed, you're going to be cramming for it, and um, you're not going to get the results that you want. Mm -hmm. um, another thing about finals is, um, and this goes along with prioritization, is that finals are really important. And I don't want to stress anybody out by being like, hey, you should pay attention to this, you know, but it is a really important aspect of school and your grades and everything like that. So, you know, I know there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I don't care about finals, you know, this and that. But if you are somebody who is really academically focused and you want to do good things and you want to get good grades, then finals are really important to you. And don't let anybody take that away from you because I know I've definitely had friends who it's like, oh, you don't need to study for that. Like, you're going to be fine. Like, don't study for that. Don't let anyone take that away from you. If you want to study for finals and you want to do good, then do that. I mean, and it is an important thing. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, you can't slack off once in a while because sometimes it is good to have relaxing breaks and things like that. But I really believe that 
finals are really important and that you should pay attention to them and you should study for them. And it shouldn't just be a thing where it's like, oh, well, I'll worry about it later. Because whenever you're like, oh, I'll worry about it later, <laughs> it always comes back. Like, for example, this last week I had this creative writing project and I was like well I'll just worry about it later well it turns out it's Thursday night the night that it's due and I can't worry about it later I have to worry about it now so pushing things off isn't necessarily gonna help you in the long run I know especially for me because I am just so bad without a plan so again going back to plan and going back to the importance you know making sure that you really prioritize finals not only with your studying habits but in your brain because sometimes when we tell ourselves something is important we make time for it and we actually do it because I know for me sometimes things don't get real until two days before and I'm like oh my goodness I don't know anything so making sure that you have it in your brain that it's coming up you need to be studying for it you need to get pre prepared for it and you need to get ready for it is just so important yes um, definitely for more advice about, you know, how to prioritize things, um, not just with studying, but in your life during finals week, I think making sure that you're not making any sort of like really big hangout plans with anybody or, you know, I'm not saying you can't have a life. You can have a life while studying. Like, that's not true. Like, again, there's like a common misconception that if you're studying, you can't do anything else. And that's not true. Like, I know so many people at my school who are like, well, I'd rather live out my teenage years and I'd rather have fun and not study. And, you know, you can choose to do that. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that there you can have fun and you can study. It's not like a one or the other thing. So, but yeah, so you can do that. Um, you can have, it's not a one or the other thing. But during finals week, I think it's really important that if you are choosing to stay focused and you really don't do good with like, other things in your life like for me um I have to do like one thing at a time like I can't focus on too many different things or I just get really distracted so if you are someone like me making sure that you plan out all your things and not make any huge events um present during that week is probably the best like let's say your friend says hey let's go to the movies you know during your finals week that's fun but, you know, maybe going to the movies is not the right move when you're trying to study for something that you really need to do good on. You can say, hey, how about we do that for next week or, you know, um, um, things like that. But again, it's nice to take breaks. So if you think that going to the movies with your friend is a nice break for you during a study period, then yeah, go ahead and go do that. But making sure that you're prioritizing your plans with other people and making sure that you come first. Like don't let anyone pressure you into doing things you don't want to do during finals week because it's so important that you take that time and you study and you actually do the things you need to do instead of, you know, getting pressured into going to a movie, um, you know. Yeah. Um it just, again, like, all depends on you and how, like, good you feel about your finals. And if you feel like you're going to do well, then maybe, you know, you can go out and do whatever. But um, if you feel like you need a lot of time to study, then I would, like Hannah said, advise, like, staying home and just finishing up. Because, like, after finals, like, you'll feel so free and you can just do, like, whatever you want. But I, I know, like, the urge to, like, drop everything and, like, hang out. Um, so, again, it all depends on you. So just make sure you make the best decision um, depending on where you feel like you are with your studying. If you feel like you're good to go, then it shouldn't be a problem. But if you feel like you need to do a lot of studying, then maybe, you know, just wait for a little bit, finish your finals, um, 
and then you're free to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And another thing, I know some people are like, oh, you should study for your finals like three months in advance. Um, that is not true. Don't study for your finals three months in I mean, you can. Um, but I really think like a month before, you know, two weeks. Be- I think two weeks before is a good time to start studying for it. Um, you really do not need to be studying for it like three months in advance. It's not like an AP test or anything. Um, and your teacher probably won't even give you materials until like a week before. So two weeks before, a week before is an excellent time to start studying for it. And, you know, as long as you're doing time management and making sure that you're, you know, doing what's best for you, then I think that is so great. Um, and so then I think we should talk about, you know, day of the finals. Like, what should you do day of the final? Because um, I know a lot of people, when I was first taking my finals, I was like, what do I bring? What do I eat? How much do I sleep? So, yeah. What do you think, Duani? Okay, so... Again, like one thing to like not do on the day of finals is stay up all night because mm-hmm. you are going to be burnt out and you're going to be dead by the time you take your finals. So you want to make sure that you get proper rest, um, wake up like not five minutes before your final, but maybe like an hour or like a half hour. And I've like heard and I think it works best is like if you just like stop studying the night before like don't wake up extra early to like re- re- um i can't speak don't wake up like extra early to like review your materials again just make sure that you get good rest and that you wake up like 30 minutes half hour that means the same thing that you wake up 30 <laughs> minutes <laughs> that wake up like 30 minutes or like an hour before and that you eat a good breakfast so that you have enough fuel to get yourself through how many of our finals you're taking because I know I think we have like two finals a day but like some people might have more some people might have less it just depends but don't do any like studying early in the morning just make sure you get that rest and eat a good breakfast mm-hmm. so a thing I want to hallmark on what Duani was talking about is staying up all night. So I like I know a lot of people, especially some of my friends, and I've definitely done this before, is I will stay up all night studying and thinking that's going to be like the best thing for me. But actually, it's better for you if you study the day before or in the afternoon and get a really good night of sleep because the more sleep you get, the more information you can retain. So if you study the day before or weeks before that and or even in the afternoon, if you just like look over your notes and then go to bed, like I think a good bedtime for people who are taking finals is like anywhere between like nine and like 10 or even earlier than that. Like for me, early is like 1030 or 930. Um, uh, And so like, for example, like I take practice ACTs every single weekend because my ACT is coming up. And for me, I want to simulate that testing experience. So I wake up really early for that because my ACT time is going to be 8 a.m. So I try to wake up at 630. And because I have to wake up so early and, you know, on your finals, you do not have to wake up really early. I'm just saying um, I I'm just giving you an example. Um, Because I have to wake up so early, I go to bed really, really early before that. And so I will go to bed at 9 on the dot. And I know that's really early for some people, 9 p.m. on the dot. And that might be late for some people. I don't know. For me, that is super early. Um, Going to bed at 9 on the dot really helps me feel so refreshed when I have to wake up at like 6, 7. um, Because you're getting so many hours of sleep um, versus like my usual like 1 a.m. sleep time, 2 a.m. So I just usually feel 
so refreshed that way. And a good night of sleep can help you even guess. Like if you don't know the answer, like if you are feeling like refreshed and energized, it's so much easier to have that brain power to continue on doing things. Like if you're struggling at like question 30 out of 40, you're like, I can't do this anymore because you're tired. Like you're not going to, for the rest of the test, you're going to be tired. But if you have energy for that, you can be like, you know what? I got this. Let's go. Let's go. You know, like going through it. So I think that going to bed early is so much better than cramming late night. So again, I would make sure that you study before so you can have a really good night of sleep. And I know some people are like, good night of sleep, whatever. But I've seen significant improvement in my test scores when I have a really good night of sleep. Um, And you know, it's up to you though. I mean, I'm not trying to boss you around or anything. It's really up to you and what you think is best for yourself. So pick a good bedtime for you. Um, And I know bedtime sounds so juvenile. Like I'm talking to a kindergartner, like, oh, you have to go to bed at 7.30. You know, no, it's not like that. Just making sure that you set a good time for yourself. Um, and then to the breakfast thing, I know so many people have hard times with breakfast. I know Duwani's talked about it so many times with me, how she has a hard time eating breakfast and things like that. But it is so important that you eat that morning. I know it's so hard for people to get in that bite. And I used to feel so nauseous in the morning, but you really need to be eating. Otherwise, you're not going to have energy. Like, for example, last week, I took my A push test, my exam early in the morning, and I had for breakfast, um, like potatoes. And that was that was not enough. I had like a potato. That was not enough. I felt literally so hungry. Um, after the test, I felt like so faint, and I definitely did not drink enough water. So making sure that you get a good balanced breakfast, even if you don't want to eat it, like, for example, I think maybe like toast and yogurt and fruit, that sounds good. Or, you know, some fruit and some like, egg and toast or something or like avocado toast and almond milk or something like that like see even those are like pretty light breakfasts but they'll probably fill you up and they're full of like really good stuff um yeah and then maybe try to avoid something like a donut because that probably won't help you or like in my case maybe I should not eat potatoes again um so yeah um, I can tell you by experience that on the A push exam, I didn't eat anything that morning because like Hannah said, I just, I just don't like eating in the morning. Like, it, I just, I don't know, like I wake up and I'm not hungry and like I just don't like eating anything and I didn't eat anything before that test. And that whole time, because like our test ended at like 12.15, like halfway through, I got so hungry and that's like all I could think about was like food and I was just kind of tired. So definitely eat something, eat something healthy, eat something um, balanced. Don't eat like sugary things because, you know, you'll crash after a little while. So make sure you just eat good. Um, And also with the sleeping thing, I have like stayed up like really late like really really late before it tests and I like you know I feel like falling asleep and I'm tired and your concentration is not at 100% and you want it to be at 100% if you want to get good scores so again like we just said eat good um, go to sleep early and just make sure that you know you stay calm and that you got this and that you will get the grade that you want to get. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. On the day of the final, make sure that you are very calm. Like, I know it's so easy to be, like, stressed out. And, like, I know there's times where I'll literally be sitting and eating breakfast and I thought I was going to, like, vomit because I was so nervous. Please, please stay calm. You know, when we're under pressure, like, with time and we feel stressed out, you don't know how many minutes you waste panicking. Like, I have taken tests where I straight panicked for, like, 10 minutes. Like, I didn't know what to do. Duani, have you ever experienced that? Like, it's such a bad feeling, like, panicking during a test. 
Yeah, it, it's not fun. It's, and I think that a lot of it has to do with, like, my built-up stress. Like, I'm like, <gasps> and I can't breathe, and it's just so bad. You know, especially um, in school these days, when, like, um, you're wearing, like, a mask and everything like that, getting, like, hyperventilated and, like, stressed out is just so not good. So make sure you're keeping calm. And I know it's so hard to keep calm. Like, it's so hard to not have your mind racing, but just focus, you know, just get what sometimes what I like to do is like ball up my hands and like put it at the center of my chest and just be like focus we have to focus right now we are not we are not thinking about other things we're not thinking about oh that person over there wearing that weird jacket we're not thinking about oh what am I going to do later after this we're thinking about the test and we're going to be focused and we're not going to be stressed out so tapping into that focus and not stressing out can really help you because I remember the first couple times I was taking finals I was just stressed man like I was just like a mess like I didn't know what to do and I was just so stressed out I panicked for like 10 minutes and that wasted 10 minutes of my test time you know when I could have been answering and getting more questions right so making sure that you stay calm like Dewani said is so important for that thing and then another thing I have um as an advice, um, day of the test the night before um, is bringing water. You're going to be really, really thirsty. I don't know about like, I guess you're using so much of your brain and things like that. And you're sitting there for like hours. You're going to be really thirsty. So and I know people have to do back to back tests. Like at our school, we have eight periods. So we have to do two finals a day. Um, unless you have like a class like art or something like that. So um, sometimes like one time I had a back to back final. And so I was so thirsty. But I didn't have any water so I would recommend bringing water or a little snack with you to eat in between so you can like get re-energized um I like water I wouldn't bring any other drink maybe tea is fine I would not bring coffee because that would probably burn you out um or any type of sugary thing um I would recommend like a granola bar or something you enjoy you know maybe like a pancake or something something just kind of simple something that won't make you go to the bathroom during the middle of that because that's another big thing like needing to pee during your test it's such a huge thing like yeah it's just so bad so making sure that you're bringing water to stay refueled and then again with the night before make sure you're not staying up not studying but if you are yeah if you're gonna stay up at least study but if you're staying up and you're watching like a netflix show maybe that's not like the best thing or you're like texting people or you're scrolling through tiktok shut it off you need to go to bed don't be on tiktok for hours on end and if you are gonna stay up you might as well study yeah definitely and with the water thing i was taking my sat and i forgot to bring water and i was so so thirsty and also for some reason i feel like wearing a mask this is gonna sound so stupid but like every time i go out and i wear a mask i just get so thirsty all the time and so just always like have water have a water bottle in hand and i know sometimes they let you bring food so if you want that but just like we've been talking about before go to bed early get a good night's sleep eat a good breakfast bring water stay calm and you will do just fine on your finals Mm-hmm. And if you need a little mantra to talk to talk yourself through the test, like let's say you're having a little panic moment, just say to yourself, I am capable. Um, I am valuable. I am important. Just keep talking to yourself in very positive ways because I don't know if it's just me, but sometimes when I'm doing like really horribly on a test, like I can just tell I'm not doing good. I'll just start like defeating myself up. Like I'll just be like, oh my God, you're so stupid. Like you're so dumb. Why can't you figure this out? 
Don't do that to yourself. Build yourself up. Give yourself positive affirmations. Say, hey, I can do this. Because guess what, guys? You can do this. And you know that sounds like I'm some weird sort of like trainer on like a Peloton that's like, yeah, go get it. Yeah, I know it sounds really bad. But you can do this. And sometimes all we need is a little bit of motivation. And maybe we'll talk about this next. But like motivation is so important during this too. Like keeping yourself motivated. I can't talk. Keeping yourself motivated and energized during the test is so important. Yeah, definitely. Um, If you are like taking the test and you just start having like negative thoughts, you're probably going to like end up doing bad. Like don't doubt yourself too much like I obviously doubt myself when I'm taking tests and things like that but if you like start doubting yourself too much beating yourself up it's just gonna be like a really bad like test taking thing like I know taking tests is like never fun but like you know you want to do good you want to pass and so if you're just taking that time to beat yourself up and you know all these negative thoughts chances are you might not end up doing that good so just be positive do your best and just make sure you know you tell yourself like I can do this um I'm gonna finish this I'm gonna get a good grade and everything's gonna be fine mm-hmm. um so now that we've kind of got to the end, like let's we're like simulating a test day almost. Um, what should you do after your final? Because I know a lot of people don't talk about that either. But I think a huge part of after finals is celebration. Um, Duani and I, um, we always celebrate after finals. I remember last year um, after our finals before COVID, we went to the mall and we watched a movie and we went to Build-A-Bear and we went out for lunch and, you know, and we went shopping. So um, do whatever you have to do to like erase your mind off of things. And then like a year before that, I went out with some friends to Panera Bread. Like cleanse yourself of the test. Like you're done with the test. You are free Um, because usually finals means ends of semester. So obviously there might be a few things you need to tie up, but other than that, like you are pretty much free. Um, so, you know, do whatever you need to do to feel revitalized. Sometimes that's spending time with friends. Like for me, it is like spending time with friends because I'm an extrovert. But if you're more of an introvert, you know, maybe spending time with yourself, you know, doing self-care activities, whatever you need to do to celebrate and rejuvenate yourself, do it. I, I don't even know what to say, but I think you should definitely celebrate. Um, and I know people are like, well, I want to wait to celebrate until I get like an A or a B or whatever. But you should celebrate regardless because you should be proud of yourself for a little victory and the little victory is completing your finals yeah um this is so dumb but usually like after finals day I get like so wiped that I just like I just like sleep I just take like a big nap and that's like kind of a reward to myself like you know what you studied and now you can like relax and take a nap and like Hannah said like don't wait until like you get the grade that you want to celebrate because you know I just find that like worrying about the finals after you take them just causes like more stress like you already took it and now you can't go back and like retake it and you can't like change the score that you're gonna get so just celebrate for the fact that you know you studied you took all this time to make sure that you um that you did your best and so just celebrate um you know like Hannah said whether it's watching a movie, hanging out with friends, whatever it is you like to do. Um, just like reward yourself because, you know, you did make it this far and now you're done. So, yeah, you deserve it. 
um and you deserve it regardless you know um because i think a lot of people just like to beat themselves out up like after finals like i don't know if you've ever experienced this diwani but sometimes i'll take like a test or a final and i'll be like wow i did bad and i don't deserve to like sleep i need to study i need to do this but guys again like there's nothing you can do you can't retake that test you can't do anything about it so the best thing you can do is just hope for the best and know that you studied and don't beat yourself over it because sometimes we like to beat ourselves up over things that we don't even know yet like i'll be like oh my god i failed but i don't know that i have failed yet like i don't know if i did that or not and then again even if you do fail um you know because i've gotten totally bad grades on a test before i'm not going to say i haven't that would be lying um i have and it feels horrible but again don't beat yourself up over it it's done it's over with and i know it's so hard not to think about it because for me a lot of my problems have to do with i overthink i'm an overthinker um but don't overthink it you did the best you could and if you didn't do the best you could it's a learning experience you can learn to do you know better next time you can learn to study differently or you can do something you can change something and if you do think that you tried your best and you didn't get the score you want I'm sorry that's so disappointing um but moving on is super important we can like talk to a teacher and you could be like hey what happened or you can think about it yourself but don't dwell on it I know that's a huge thing just don't dwell on it um even after the test even if you think you got an A don't dwell on the grade don't dwell on it it's so hard but you have to move on and think about other things otherwise you're gonna like ruin your life for the next couple of weeks because you're stuck wondering and wondering is never fun yeah i've definitely done that before and i just like spend all that time like oh my god what if i get an a what if i get this what if i get that and then like i'll like sit there and like look at my grades and like calculate a like okay so if I get an A this is what my grade is going to be if I get a B this is what my grade is going to be and then I start freaking out because I'm like okay now like I have to pray that I get this grade so that my grade stays this or whatever and it's just a whole mess and you just start freaking yourself out for no reason and stressing yourself out so just like once you take it just let it go the grade that you get is the grade that you get and you should be proud of it um you finished it and now you're done so you can finally just move on and not ever have to think about finals again mm -hmm. definitely um and so now i think we should go into a very important part about finals that we have not addressed yet um, which is studying for finals. So I think we should just give all of our tips for studying. And this does not have to be for finals at all. Like Duwani and I do so much studying. <laughs> we do so much studying. I know guys. Um, and again, guys, we are not perfect students. Like Duwani and I, we do not have 4.0 GPAs. I'm just gonna say it. I don't have a 4.0 GPA. Duwani, do you have a 4.0 GPA? No. <laughs> um, do we have perfect SAT and ACT scores? <laughs> No. <laughs> um, did we did we get fives on every single one of our AP exams so far? No. Um, so again, guys, we are not perfect students. We are just students that constantly try. We constantly put ourselves out there and we constantly study. So these are just the things that we do. And again, none of these things is going to guarantee that you're going to get an A. And Duwani and I ourselves, we are not like 4.0, like these kind of students, but we do take pretty challenging courses and we do study. So we are going to give you our tips and hopefully it'll, try, it'll help you. Um, so the biggest thing I would say, my favorite studying thing is a method I know people like to talk about a lot um, and it's my favorite. It's 
but I did my own time variation with it. It's 30 on, 10 off. And so what you do is, for me, I literally cannot focus. I am such a not focused person. If something is distracting me, I'll be distracted. If I want something to be distracting to me, it'll be distracting to me. And a big distractor in my life are phones, books, family members. So what I do is I say, hey, I'm going to study. And when I do that, I um, make sure that I'm in my room. I put a sign on my door that's like, hey, I'm studying. I put my phone somewhere else in a different room or a different part of my room. And I do a method like 30 on, 10 off. So what happens is I study for 30 minutes. I time that. Um, or if I feel like it's going really well, I let myself go longer. And then I give myself a 10-minute break. Um, and that break can be consistent of whatever you want. Snack break, phone break, book break, whatever you want. Movie break or whatever. Because <laughs> breaks are so important. With studying, I think a lot of people think that breaks are useless or you shouldn't take breaks. But you should take breaks. Don't take too many breaks. Like We're not taking a break every 10 seconds. Because I know that's a thing for me where I'll be like, oh, I'll just take this one Instagram thing. And then I check Instagram for like two hours. Like, do not let that happen. Take little breaks. Take breaks when you need them. But don't take too many breaks and don't take too little breaks. You should have a good amount of breaks because breaks are so important. So my favorite study method is 30 on, 10 off. And I know a lot of people like to do 30 on, 5 off. But for me, I do like those extra 5 minutes because it makes me feel like I'm getting rewarded <laughs> for doing the 30 minutes or 40 minutes or whatever I try to do. Um, and it really helps because it gives myself a break and a reward, but it keeps my momentum. Yes, I also like to do that. And for me, my phone is also my biggest distraction. So I turn it off or like I said, I put it in a different room. And then something else that I also like to do is I gather all my notes. So like every all the notes that I take throughout the year, I keep and like I put them in like separate folders so I don't like mix them up. And I just like to review them. Or sometimes like especially since we are on online school and like a lot of us are using canvas like I know teachers have like modules and stuff so like I like to like scroll up to the top and just like look at the notes that have been there and just like slowly start my way from the beginning of the school year to the end and then um, based on that like maybe I'll be like oh okay so like topic one and two like I know all that like topic three I'm having trouble on so I'll make sure that like I'll make a note that okay I need to spend more time on topic three so I just I just like reviewing my notes because I think that um especially the notes that you take like I like note taking because it like helps me or it's like having like a big document of like stuff that you know is like all jumbled up and stuff so um if you have notes study them because that's what I like using a lot of times writing down is such an important thing for my studying thing because for me it helps me remember things when I write it down it helps me remember things so whether you use a textbook or you watch a video or you listen to your teacher's lessons again whatever it is um, I would recommend writing it down and taking notes because I think that helps so much. You can use these notes before the test, like you can take a look at them, you can make flashcards, whatever it is. I just like writing things down and it's actually proven that when you write things down, you remember things. So um, whatever it has to be to remember something, um, do it because I there's so many different things. And for me, the biggest thing is writing things down, like Dewani said. Um, and another thing is like creating cool like catchphrases or like songs or 
or music to do because I don't know if it's just me, but like when I'm taking tests, my brain always wanders to some random song that I heard like three days ago on the radio or something like that. And it's so bad because it'll be like the most random songs. Like literally on the A push test last week, the song that was playing in my head was like um, that one song from TikTok where it's like, please don't go. If I wake up tomorrow, will you that song? Yeah. <laughs> so bad. I was sitting there trying to write my DBQ and this is just playing in the back of my head. So instead of letting that play, pick a different track and switch it to something that relates to your um, topic. So like, let's say you're studying for biology, maybe make up a song in your head to that tune about biology. It's like, cells membranes like that so you can remember things i think that is so helpful or last year in chemistry i know i had such a hard time with cations and um the other one i, I forget what it's called right now um but to distinguish them i did like oh cation cat cats say um meow and cats have paws so it's positive cation positive and making silly things like that can really help i know it's so stupid like it sounds so stupid like we're not in kindergarten hannah but those things can really help you like associating things with other things really help um like i remember like one year there is this on APHG, there's this one thing about like africa and duani and i had this like and our friend vincent and some other people had this like joke that Duwani like she she made up this thing so it was like a joke and associating that topic with Duwani really helped me remember what it was so whatever it is whatever you have to do even if it's like a silly joke you have with a friend or a silly song or something whatever you have to do to remember it do it yeah I definitely do have that problem where like if I'm taking a test or something like I'm always thinking about something random um like while I was thinking about the a push test I was just thinking about like my summer plans and that's like so weird but like when you're writing about um when you're writing about you know like colonialism and stuff like that and you're thinking about summer plans it doesn't <laughs> often result in like the best writing so just thinking about something that's related to the topic is definitely helpful because my my mind loves to like wander and I love songs so like Hannah said like random songs will be playing or like I'll be thinking about something that's like irrelevant and like it takes away my attention from the test and like I have to reread things which like uses up more of my time so just relating things to your test will help you a lot um another thing is location of where you're studying so i know not everybody has like a quiet household or not everyone has like a safe place to study so finding a good place to study can really help because for me i can't study in my kitchen there's too many people in there at one time i i'd like to study in my room or you know one thing Duani and I did to get away from our house was we would do studying together at the library. And I know a lot of people are like, group studying does not help me. But if you have a really focused friend, like Duani and I, when we study together, we are focused. Like if you agree, hey, we're going to be focused, we're going to stick to studying. And a lot of the times it doesn't work well when you're studying at someone's house because you can get so distracted by other things. So if you two go to the library or some place like Starbucks, it is so easy to study there together without getting distracted because there's nothing to distract you with. I mean, 
the barista at Starbucks, like handing other people stuff that could be distracting, but not really like what does Starbucks have that's distracting? Like besides random customers, really nothing. What does the library have besides like books? Really nothing. So you're forced to study there, especially because those are like kind of quiet locations and people will be definitely weirded out if like, especially at the library, if you guys are like chatting away about like Brandon from fourth period and how much you like him, like, you know, like not, not to like say random stuff, but like, you know, you know, you, it's harder to get off topic and you feel more pressured to study when you're in a different location for the purpose of studying. I don't know if that makes any sense. And then also, I think I find group studying so effective because when other people are studying, you feel pressured to study yourself. Like, um, again, don't like force yourself to study, but like when other people are studying, you're like, okay, it's study time. I need to do it too. Um, so it can be really helpful for that reinforcement. And again, back to the point of like where you're studying, where you're studying is super important. If you're studying somewhere super noisy or like super, you can't concentrate, then you're not going to be able to concentrate. So pick a good place to study and also pick good people to study with. If you like studying with other people, I know for me, like it would be really bad if I studied with like one person or like another person, we would get so distracted. But if I study with someone else I know that I'll stay on topic yeah, yeah. you just have to pick like good study um you, you sorry yeah you just have to pick good study buddies because if you pick like ones that are going to um put you off task then obviously that's like wasting your time if you want want it to study and um yeah and also like studying with someone like you can like quiz each other and all that kind of stuff so like it also helps you a lot as well and um i think another thing like relating to the very first thing we said it's like don't study like for hours and hours like I know some people will just be like, okay, well, I'm just going to study for like eight hours straight. You're going to be like so burnt out. And like, if you keep studying without like taking breaks, I don't think that's very effective. So like, you know, study a couple hours and like then, you know, you can like exercise, watch some TV. Um, you know, if you want to hang out with people, read, um, go on your phone, just like make sure you take like breaks and I know we said like the 30-10 method or whatever like time variation but like taking breaks that are like longer than 10 minutes like every couple hours I feel like is a real is like a really good refresher and like maybe if you like take a walk outside because like I know sometimes when I'm studying like I'll study for like two or three hours and then like I'll just take a break or like a 30 minute or like a one hour break to like walk outside or read a book or um, watch some tv just so that my brain gets like a refresher from like just looking at notes and textbooks and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then if you're studying, since this is just general studying habits, if you're studying for something that's like long term, like an ACT, you don't have to study just the week you're taking it. I would especially recommend if you're taking an ACT or an SAT to study months in advance. That's something you study months in advance for and just take little times out of your day to study for it. It's so like, for example, for me, I have timers on my phone where it's like, okay, it's 8 p.m. and every single day at 8 p.m. I'm going to study for this. So making sure you do that too. Um, and take breaks because breaks are so important. Like I like to go on walks. I like to exercise. I like to read books. I like to, you know, watch movie or spend time with my family, whatever it is, do it to take breaks. Uh, but again, don't let those breaks distract you because for me, I think a huge thing is that I'll go on a walk. And then after that, I'll be on my phone for two hours. Don't do that. Go on a walk and eat some food and then go back to studying. Don't like spend 15 hours on Instagram after because another thing to put into 
perspective is putting things into perspective. Like, yeah, sure, Instagram is fun or TikTok is fun or whatever you're doing on your phone or whatever you are reading or watching a movie. Yeah, that's all fun. But what's important right now? Like what's going to matter right now for your future? It's probably your grades. It's probably studying for this final. And Instagram will always be there. I mean, I don't I don't know if Instagram will always be here, but you know what I mean? It's always going to be there. So just making sure you're putting things into perspective and prioritizing your time and doing things wisely is just so important. Um, oh my God, what was I going to say? Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. What was I going to say? I really hate this. I really hate when I have something and then I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, another thing is making sure you um, put things that you know are distracting like out of your reach. Um, so for me, that's my phone or like anything distracting, just put it out of your reach because it's so tempting to just like look at it and just like do it. And so whatever you have to do to get rid of it, get rid of it. Um, if it's a computer, get rid of it. If it's a phone, get rid of it. Not forever, just for like the time you're studying. If you need to do that, get rid of it and utilize timers. For me, timing is just so important because I'm a time-based person. I'm a planned person. So using timers and planning out your schedule for how you're going to study is super important. I know we talked about in the beginning, but planning out how you're going to study is super important because if you don't go in with a plan, you're just going to sit there and be like, how should I study for this? Um, so an example is like, okay, so let's say you have two finals um, next week. You have two finals next week on Monday and it's biology and history. And so what you're gonna do is you're gonna plan out your day so you can study for both biology and history or study one day biology and one day history. So like an example would be wake up, you know, spend some time studying for biology, take a break, go for a walk, have some lunch and then study for um, history and then take a break and then study for biology and alternate back and forth and exercise or something like that. Just making sure you plan things out and taking stuff away that you don't need in that moment is so important. Yes, definitely. And I think this is like pretty much all I do. And then the last thing I would say is I should remind myself that, you know what, I studied, I'm going to do good, that whatever score I get, is what I get and there's nothing I can do about it and just just knowing that I tried my hardest and that's all that matters mm -hmm. yeah I think that's pretty much it just making sure at the end of this you're still giving yourself compassion because I know it's so hard to give yourself that compassion and be kind to yourself but really you guys like your grades are not who you are it's it's not what your worth is your gpa is not what your worth is your final grade is not what your worth is um and so making sure that you're being kind to yourself and being like hey even if i don't do well i did all that i could and even if you didn't do all that you could you know still being proud that you took that test because it is an it's it's a difficult feat you know studying for all those tests and everything and just being proud of yourself regardless like you know if i get a b i'll be proud if i get an a i'll be proud and just because i got one thing over another does not mean i should be less proud it's the same like i did this and because i did this i should celebrate it um and be kind to myself so just remember that give yourself a motivating mantra before every test i like to tell myself hey regardless of what happens 
we'll be okay. Um, we'll be okay. And telling myself that I'm capable and that I can do this because you guys can do this. So if you're about to take your final right now or in a week, I just want to remind you that you can do this. You can study. You can do your best. And even if you don't get the grade you want or whatever you were expecting or if it was hard, um, you did the best for you. And that your grade, nothing will take away how amazing you are as a person. So I just want to remind you that and you are capable. Um, so with that, I think that's pretty much it for our finals episode. If you guys have any questions about finals or you need help studying or want some extra tips or whatever it is, don't be afraid to DM us on Instagram. Our Instagram is at even the little things podcast. I run the Instagram. I answer all DMs most of the time, as long as they're like appropriate and nice. Um, and I put some fun stories up in there, polls. I post like once a week um, and you get to have get to see like all the fun updates and everything so if you want to get updated on this podcast and everything like that make sure to go check out our instagram and all our other social medias um we also have a website i don't think we've ever talked about it really on here too much but we do have a website so if you want to learn more about us you know you can listen to the podcast straight from our website um it's also in the link in our instagram um and it's on our page for this anchor website um so yeah yeah, we hope you enjoyed, and our podcast is dedicated to sharing advice, mistakes, confessionals, and giving you peace of mind on all things impacting teens today. Because it's not just you worrying about even the little things, it's us too. We hope you took away something from this episode, and you'll join us next time. Bye!